Hey guys, welcome to Dream Stories. This is Michael French, and along with my wife, Elisa, we're going to spend some time talking about dreams and dream interpretation. We're looking forward to sharing some of our dream stories with you. So hang out, and let's see what happens. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good. I was doing better till our producer just decided he was done and walked out the door. That means he's very confident in our ability to handle the situation. Yes, he's also our son, and he was has been helping me all day long recording. I think he was things. ready to take a yeah. break. So we started this new um, Dream Symbols um, video that we're putting up on the Dream Stories website and the Dream Stories Facebook page, and he's worked with me all day filming episodes of the uh, Dream Symbols uh, videos. So. That's good. It's awesome to have your family helping it can be challenging at times because you spend so much time together you kind of go oh, i need to get away from you for a little <laughs> so i think that's where he is right now yeah, right he, he definitely needed to get away so yeah that's good though yeah so we were talking last time we were together we were talking about categories of dreams so i thought we would just we could probably talk about that for several weeks because there's so many different types of dreams so i thought we'd just keep talking about categories yeah that's I think it's good to explore all the different types of dreams so that, and you will see that some of them cross cross paths, you know, and kind of mean the same, or, you know, you have a dream that some people might say was a directional dream. Some people may say, well, that's a self-awareness dream. Well, both of those can be true, right? Yeah. And, you know, and one thing I think about too is that we didn't really talk about last time was that. While dreams can fit in more than one category, you have to kind of understand what is a category for. It's not just to say this is a particular kind of dream, but it's about helping you figure out what to do with the dream. So yeah. like your healing dream that we talked about last time was was a dream that really was about what do you do with that dream? Your faith is built that healing is coming. That's what that dream is for. And that's what I needed at that point in my life. I also, like we also talked last week about, or last time about, uh, my self-awareness dream, which is where, you know, someone approached me and I, I turned my back. And so I needed to correct that. So is that a directional dream? Kind of, but it's more of a self-awareness dream, but it gave me direction. So I knew how to correct course. So sometimes it's just for course correction or revealing what steps we need to take next. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I was thinking about, um, uh, the different kinds of dreams. We didn't talk about all of them last week, but you have things like deliverance dreams and prophetic dreams and um, uh, calling dreams and directional dreams and self-conditioned dreams and so many different things. And there's little nuances with each one that help you to, when you know, when you can kind of put it in a category, it kind of helps you. I think for me, it helps me figure out, okay, if this is an intercessory dream, I'm going to pray. But if this is a directional dream, I'm going to look at what's about to change or where am I going? And if it's a self-conditioned dream, I'm going to look at what's happening right now in my life. Well, all three of those, you could have some overlap, yeah, but all three of those kind of being able, and, and you kind of do it like you would assemble. You you let Holy Spirit um, instill in you which kind of dream it is, and that sort of is like him saying, this is what I want you to do. Right. And that also leads me to the idea of a topic we might want to cover one day, which is how do you know when you've crossed over from a dream to an experience, like a, a spiritual experience? Because I was thinking, and, and I don't want to get off track, but I was thinking about the dream that I'd had that time about one of our sons 
And I dreamed that, you know, he was in the car and he was driving down this road and he was bumping into all these other cars. And if I'd interpreted that dream just with the context of what I knew at that moment, it would have been that maybe my son was going to have some encounters where he bumped into other ministries possibly or other people, right? Mm -hmm. But then, like, I just prayed for him. I didn't know what to do with that dream because I really didn't understand it. And then... um, yeah, what was it? A week later, he was actually in a car wreck, and uh, they had, you know, hit another car. And so, really, it was okay that I had just prayed for Joshua. I didn't think he was really going to be in a wreck, but he was, you know. So, well, and, and when you know we're talking about categories, that really is a, a prophetic dream. He was bumped into. He did bump into other cars. He wasn't driving, but he was in a car that got hit. So right. there was a literal bumping into cars. Right. And it was an intercessory dream, and you prayed, and that's the thing. The, the whole, even though you didn't know what category of dream it was exactly, or you thought it might be something else, there, the, God is still sovereign, and He still positioned you, even though you didn't categorize it as an intercessory dream or a prophetic right. dream. He still positioned you to respond to it right, so that he was—he probably should have been hurt much more substantially than he True. was. He ended up with a broken leg because he was, but he was hit directly in the passenger side door, which is where he was sitting. Right, I mean, literally hit the, the the door. The car collapses into him, and he should have been hurt worse. But yeah. you had been praying because of the dream. Yeah, so maybe one day we, we can talk about maybe visions and literal dream interpretations. We talk a lot about metaphors and symbols, but we also have this thing of what if some we dream something and it actually comes true. We need to do that one no, day. I think that would be a good a great, topic to that's cover. That's a great concept. I mean, I think just for folks, just for right now, I mean, the thing that's interesting to me is that, you know, an encounter in a dream or a vision, those things are things you tend to remember a lot. Stronger right. Right. dreams we've talked about before are written in disappearing ink. Yeah, and if you don't write it down, you forget it pretty quick. An encounter or a vision tends to have a lot more staying power. Yeah, and so that's one. That's one of the ways you tell them apart. But um, you know, and, and I think it is something we should probably devote a whole. Yeah. episode maybe two in looking at the difference between them but i made a little uh, note on that so we won't forget good i like your little notes you help keep me on track i'll try well i don't know that's pretty hard to do so speaking of keeping you on track you had a dream that was submitted to uh our website oh yeah and well let me stop here too and say if you're listening to the podcast if you like it the other thing you can do is you can uh, like our page on uh facebook we have a brand new, it's only been around about a week or so now, um, a brand new Facebook page called Dream Stories. There's several Facebook pages out there called Dream Stories, but you'll see the cover of my book is the cover picture and the um, with the little key going into the lock. And then the profile picture, I think, is like a little tree, and it actually says Dream Lab on it. So if you find that Facebook page, Dream Stories, and you've got the right one. And you can find all of our stuff there, including some of our new Dream Symbols videos. Um, But we also have a website, www.mydreamstories.com. And if you go out to that website, there is a forum. And on the forum, people submit dreams for interpretation. Now, right now, I'm doing all the interpretation. It takes a little bit of time, but we're starting a dream 
mentoring program, and some of our students will start helping to do that interpretation. It'll speed up a little bit. But we had uh, a dream submitted on that site, and I always tell people to name their dream. That's something we haven't mentioned a lot about uh, yet either, but naming a dream is important. It helps you kind of get a feel for where the dream is yeah, going. It really does. Yeah. It really makes you think about what is this dream really about? Yeah. Give it a little header. Yeah, and if you so we always ask people to name their dream, to give it a title like you would give a book or a movie or a television show a title. So this, uh, um, our... Um, user who who signed up and submitted a dream on the forum we'll just give her first name kimberly kimberly submitted a dream called picking up airline tickets and i love it because you've already got a little feel for where that dream is going just by the name she gave it Mm -hmm. she's about this is a this is a calling kind of a dream if Mm -hmm. we want to put it in categories and we can tell from the 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 title right uh, you know she's about to pick something up there's something for her yeah, so let's just take that first thing of what does that look like when I think of going and picking up airline tickets, which I'm about to do this week myself. You are. That's I'm right. going on a journey. Yeah. Right. Yes. Part so of your that, part of your journey, your calling, your destiny. That's right. Is, is that's involved. right. So you don't have to just stop it. Just going. I'm going to pick up airline tickets, and I wonder what that means. What is the first thought that comes to your mind when you're actually going on a trip? Is I'm about to go on a journey. Sometimes it's for leisure. Sometimes it's for a lot of different things. So all those things, when we talk about context, really sets the stage for the dream. So how do you want to do it? Do you want to read the whole? What are you going to do? Are you going to read it? Or are you just going to? Well, let's look at the dream. I'll okay. tell you what. I'll let you, I'll let you go over a dream or read her dream. Uh, and, and we know, guys, it's always hard when you're reading a dream. It's so much easier to hear a person tell their dream or share their dream. And we're looking for some ways to, to bring in some of that from folks when we're doing these as well. But why don't you just read her dream as she submitted it to the website? And uh, then we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. She says, Dreamed I was going out of the country. I had to pick my airline tickets up from an office building. And when I got to the building, I was not sure to go. So I began to walk through the rooms and hallways to find the office to pick up my airline tickets. And I remember walking down a hallway that seemed never ending. And then I realized I was going the wrong way. I saw some men standing at the far end of the hallway and wanted to ask for help. And then a very nice lady was standing outside of a room in the hallway. So I asked her if she could tell me where I could pick up my airline tickets. She pointed me in the direction, and I was able to find the office room. When I got in the office room, I asked for my airline tickets. I was told that my airline ticket was a two-star ticket with a free rental car. I remember telling the person that was assisting me I did not need the rental car because someone was picking me up. And then my cousin Rodney showed up to pick me up. Yeah, so it's a really cool dream. Yeah. And and if you notice, you know, the way she titled it really gives you a feel for where the dream's going. That the whole dream is about her picking up airline tickets. Right. And about the journey she's on, the calling she's got she's going somewhere. Yeah. You mentioned it's a calling dream and I also thought it's kind of a revealing dream. It's revealing details about maybe where she's been and where she's going. Yeah, and that's where this dual piece is. It's a self-conditioned dream. This is where you've been and what's going on in your life right now. And it's a a, a calling dream that says, but there's something out there. Yeah. There's some exciting things out there. Actually, more than she even thought she needed. Right. 
which I thought was cool. But let, let's see. Let me just give you an idea of what the the interpretation was that was presented to her. Um, she uh, she submitted the dream, and this is what we we said to her. This is a great dream that speaks about the season you're in. It's a uh, time for you to rise higher in the things God's called you to, and in pursuit of your destiny. You've been in a long season of transition, and feel as though. Uh, you haven't made a lot of progress, or even that you have been going in the wrong direction. And there have been people you thought would be a guide to you, but they've seemed out of your reach. They've been uh, people uh, that just were too far away, basically. And God, But God has set people in place or supernatural support around you to point the way, and you're in a better place than you think you are. God is ensuring that your calling is not going to be short-lived and temporary, but long-term as a part of your life. And what I love, and the reason, you know, we talk about dream stories. I love the stories, but I also like the responses for people. And and I love the fact that this was just submitted on a website yeah. and given this interpretation. And a few days later, her response is, wow, I'm literally sharing, shedding tears as I res- respond to read this interpretation. Aww. It's definitely been a long season of transition, and she's praying that she'll begin to walk in the calling and fulfill the destiny God has for her. So it's, it's, that's when you know, okay, it, it hit. It, it, there's something there. And it, it's a great dream that, that yeah. this you have tickets waiting for you. It's so good. I mean, really, you've the dream, that's it. You could almost interpret this dream from the title she gave. Yeah. But, you know, you, you put it in really nice terms. And um, I can remember when we first began starting to interpret dreams. And you, it really is nice to work on, uh, especially if you're doing it for other people, not just for yourself. If it's for yourself, you don't have to put it in a nice little package, but it is nice to put it in a, a little package that kind of says, Oh, here it is in a nutshell. So that takes practice, doesn't it? Well, it does. You know, it does. And I tell people all the time, you know, I say that a lot. I think well, I, I tell, tell people, people a lot of time. time. Yeah. You tell me a lot all the time. I, I try and tell you a lot. You don't listen to a lot of it. <laughs> no, we're good. I try. You, you're good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I, I tell you good things. No, seriously. I do say a lot of times, um, you know, putting it in the package takes practice, but and, and hearing Holy Spirit for the interpretation takes practice. But I think sometimes people get the two different pieces confused. They feel like they've only heard good or they heard well what the interpretation was, if they can put it in a cute, easy to hear package. And yeah. that's not true. Yeah. You may have a hard time conveying what you heard and still have heard the interpretation well. Yeah. And and there would be people who would not word the interpretation the way I did, but but still could convey the calling nature. There's something out there for you. There there are tickets waiting for you. And even though they've been hard to find, it's going to be worth it because they're not just little one star tickets. This is a, this is two stars. This is a promotion. This is this is a big thing. This is something that's bigger than you thought it was. Right. And I, if I were wording the dream, I would not use it. I would not use the same exact terminology that you do. I would not. But that doesn't mean that we wouldn't come up with the same general idea of the interpretation. There have actually been times when we've been, you know, at a conference or ministering somewhere, 
and people have come to you and shared a dream with you, and they didn't like what you said, and then they turned and came to me. I was across the room. They shared the dream with me. I shared the interpretation. You and I talked later, and we didn't realize the person had come to both of us, and we both gave them almost the same exact interpretation, maybe in different wording, well, but sometimes the same meaning. Yeah, and sometimes they're able to hear one of us better than the other True. because of the way we worded it. It wasn't right. the interpretation was different. Right, right. Yeah. You know, let's talk about this dream okay. that she submitted just a little bit. It's yeah. a calling dream. But let's talk about a little bit about where do we get these things. Like one of the things we talked about in the interpretation that she was so responsive to was that there's been you've been in a real place of transition. Right. The 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 interpretation, I said this has been a long season of transition and you felt like you weren't making a lot of progress or you might be going in the wrong direction. And then she really affirms that when she says I'm shedding tears. It's, it really has been a long season tra- of, of uh, transition. Well, how do we right. get to that? How yeah. does the dream show that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I noticed that, you know, the first thing that stood out to me was there was this long hallway. Yeah. Of her looking but not knowing what direction. She knew she had a ticket. She knew she had a calling. That's where that comes in. She knew it. And so she went on a journey to look for that. And when she went to this office building, look, she didn't know exactly why she was there or where to go. And she was looking for direction. But there was really no one at first to give her that direction, was there? Well, no. And I love the hallway thing you mentioned because hallways are transitions. If you want to get from one room in your house to a different room in your house, you have to pass through a hallway most of the time. I mean, there's a few rooms in, in most houses that are directly connected, but almost every house and every building has a hallway that is your transition point from one room to another. And that's the symbol in this dream that stood out for me that it was a season of transition. And I love I love it was it was so easy. Yeah. Because she says it. The hallway seemed like it was never ending. Which tells you so much. And if she had left out that point in the dream, you, you, you still might could have come to the same conclusion, but maybe you would have left out the emphasis on you've been, you know, it's been a long, like, like this has been hard for you, or it's been at times maybe you've been discouraged, and you don't even have to say those words exactly. The person knows it, don't yeah. they? Yeah. And that was one of the things that our mentor, you know, John Paul taught us was, one of the ways, it's not always the only way, but one of the ways you know you've got got it right is when it touches the people in a deep emotional way. She said she was crying, you know, so it really meant a lot to her. But imagine this dream without her talking about that long hallway. She could have said, I just walked into this building and couldn't find, my, couldn't find the office. Yeah, and I, I had to be looking for it. And that's why the details in a dream, you don't want to let them overwhelm you. You don't right. want to miss the forest for the trees. Right. But the details, the important details, and that hallway, and the fact she initially was going the wrong direction in the hallway, and it was the word never ending. Those two things stood out. In fact, for me, it was just those two symbols that jumped out at me, and that's the very first thing that happens for me is I see those two symbols written down, and I immediately feel her title said it was a calling dream. I see those two symbols, and I'm thinking, it's been a rough time, and she thought she was going the wrong way trying to get to her destiny. Yeah. And, and, you, and, you, and then the rest of the symbols flow because they 
fit yep. back to that one piece that unlocked the dream? Yep. Or was that piece in a puzzle, you know, that last piece you put in, and suddenly you know where all the other pieces that's go? That's right. That's right. I love putting a puzzle together and doing the frame first. And it's kind of like the framework, isn't it? I love getting the whole square, and then I fill in all the rest. Yep. But I know people who start <laughs> in the, the center and work their way out. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so and I get you can work your way out. It, it, you know, it's true. And there's a, people who approach it different ways. Everybody's unique, yeah. and that's the thing. Holy Spirit is amazing. He can work with us with our personality, with our style, with the way we approach things, and all the things we talk about, all the principles we put on the website, all the suggestions and tips and tools and all of those things, they're great. But if you're not listening to Holy Spirit, you're going to miss the interpretation no matter how hard you try and apply principles or particularly if you try and apply you know, sort of hard and fast rules. Mm-hmm. What if someone's listening, Michael, and I know we're talking about this particular dream, but what if someone's listening and they're going, oh, you say listen to Holy Spirit, maybe they don't know Holy Spirit, or maybe they don't know Creator God. Maybe they believe there's a God, maybe they don't believe there's a God, but if they're receiving a dream, there are examples that we look at sometimes and what we refer to as strength to us, which is, you know, the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. We look to, to that for inspiration for us and where we get our, our teaching from. But what if someone says, I don't know him? Can they get a dream from God if they say they don't know God? Well, see, that's the cool thing about dreams is they're spiritual. They're going to come from the light, or they're going to come from the dark, or they're going to come from your own soul. One of those three places. Yeah. That that principle in the Eastern world has been laid out by not just Christian scholars, right? Uh, Muslim scholars, and you know Hindu scholars, and Christian scholars, and Jewish scholars. There's a lot of agreement that dreams are light, dark, or soulish. Yeah. And one of the things I love about biblical dream interpretation, you know, sometimes when I don't know who the people are, I don't even say biblical. I just say it's an it's an ancient Hebrew interpretation concept because it is true so true because it doesn't have to be super religious right i feel bad that so many people are spiritual but christian religion ends up pushing people away and they they say well i don't know holy spirit and and so how can i get the interpretation you don't have to call him holy spirit you know he he is god in my in my mind, I don't I don't mean this the bad way, but I don't care whether you believe in him or not. It, it, it it's not an issue. He's still going to speak to you, and you might find out if you listen. You suddenly begin to believe in him. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what I was cool really. Thing. That's really what I was getting at. I was like, okay, God can speak to you, whether you feel like you know him or not. Right. And and because he is not religious, he's relational. Yeah. And that's what dreams are about. Your creator is speaking to you personally. And and whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, that doesn't bother me in terms of interpreting your dream or whether you even have a dream. I mean, do I want people to know the creator the way I know the creator? Do I want people to know the Spirit of God the way I know the Spirit of God? Absolutely I want them to. I mean, that's part of who I am. Yeah, it wouldn't be well, we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't something that was part of our, our of of what God has called us to do. But we love everyone, don't we? Absolutely, and they and and they have to grow into a place of learning to hear 
for their self, yeah. not me trying to convince them or tell them. I interpret dreams all the time. You, you're with me a lot of times out on the street, at events, at functions, all over the world for people who are not Christians. Yeah, It doesn't change the impact just because my source is God and my inspiration comes from Scripture. It doesn't lessen or strengthen the impact whether they believe that or not. Right. It's powerful, period. And God loves all of His, all that He has created. He loves all those He's created. He loves. I believe that with all my heart. I mean, He, those who are lost and and don't know who they are, what they are, what they believe, just they feel lost themselves out in the world. God loves all of us. Yeah, and cares for us. You know, I'm thinking this is cool that this topic has come up. And the dream that we were actually interpreting, Kimberly's dream, you think about her dream, it doesn't matter whether she's a Christian or not. She has a purpose. Her life has a purpose. Right. And maybe she was going the wrong direction down that hallway just because things were tough, or maybe she was going the wrong direction down that hallway because she didn't know her creator. I mean, I, I think I sort of have some understanding of who she is from the yeah. way she responded. But but let's just say she didn't know her creator and was going the wrong way down the hallway. This dream is still saying the people you thought you could trust stayed out of reach. They didn't respond to you the way that you thought they should. And there's a lot of people who are super spiritual but they're not really interested in church because the people in church, yeah, I've got air quotes going here, and I've realized nobody can see them. I see them, baby. You see them, that's right. <laughs> the people in church who they thought were supposed to give them direction were always out of reach, yeah. never within their grasp. So the, in this dream, there was a person, a, a woman that, Provides help, point of the way. And I saw that person as a, a supernatural being, an angelic encounter kind of right. thing. Uh, because God is always going to reveal himself to, to to the people he created. And so I look at this dream as one of those ways you would relate to the non-Christian as well. Right. Which is, even if you were turned off by church, if you, even if you were in a very religious system, even if you were in a place where religious conversation offends you, God can talk to you yeah. spiritually. Well, He created us. He created. Oh, this is what we believe. He created us. He created us with the ability to dream. So He has a way of communicating with us. Yeah. Well, let's also on, in this particular dream. Not to change subject. We're not really changing subject. We're just progressing on. Um, you said there were times where you felt like people were out of your reach. What made you say that? Is that when she couldn't find the people to give her direction? It's when she can't find the people to give her direction. It's that that place where she says, before she talks about the nice lady who helped her, mm-hmm. she says some men were standing at the far end of the hallway. Remember she said the hall was like never ending? Right. And they were at the far end of the hallway. And so she feels she's going the wrong direction. It's a never ending hallway. If you're at the end of a never ending hallway, at the other end of a never ending hallway, yeah. you're out of reach. Yeah. I mean, that's my And then the too. woman appears and says, points the way points for her to way. go. Yeah. And then uh, you mentioned the word, you said temporary. Why did you say temporary? Well, it's not going to be temporary. Okay. That's the key. It, it, the reason I saw that in this dream is she's offered a rental car. And you get a rental car, you use it for a little while, and then you have to return it. Yeah. That's temporary. 
Right. That's a ministry. And she or said, I don't need that. Purpose. She says, I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need a temporary rental car. I've got uh, what I need. Someone is picking me up. Yeah. You know, that's good. So she made that determination and you said, so, okay, it's not temporary because she declined it. Right. So also there was a two star ticket. Yeah, two star ticket. That was not just cool a one star ticket. Right, right. I thought that was cool. What do you think about that? Uh, I asked you first. <laughs> two star. It, to me, it's like an upgrade. You know, there's an emphasis on that. It's not just a ticket. If it was a one star ticket, that also would be an upgrade to me. So a ticket is just plain. It just means there's emphasis on that. That there's something special coming, and. Um, I thought it was beautiful. It was encouraging to me. And, you know, some people would say, well, but it wasn't a five-star ticket. You know, it was just a two-star ticket. That's not as good as a five-star ticket. Mm -hmm. Well, a two-star ticket is better than a one-star ticket. Or no start off. Or no start off. Exactly. That's my thought process. I didn't think about it like it's it's not a five-star. I thought about it. It's more than just the basics. Mm -hmm. It's something better than just enough. That's a good point because, you know, sometimes we have star systems that we look at and go, okay, this is how you grade a hotel. Is it a five-star hotel? But there are some, uh, I think it's a restaurant. uh, Is it the Michelin star? It's like a food uh, critic type award where you go, okay, this is, you know, your creativity is amazing. And so you get a, I think it's a three or four star Michelin star. So, I mean, hey, it, it depends on what your scale is. So, you know, we're not told that in the dream. So, to me, it was an encouraging thing. So, what a beautiful dream. What a, 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 a beautiful um, thing to be able to have the privilege of being saying, this is what we see that your dream means. Yeah, and, and I'll just say one last thing about that dream. Uh, sometimes in dreams, names mean a lot. And she says she doesn't need the rental car because someone's coming to pick her up. And then her cousin Rodney shows up. And so I never even addressed that name. It just didn't didn't seem important to me in the dream. Now, if you want to know, the name Rodney means fame. And so it really, it goes along with the dream that somebody of importance, somebody of significance, and I think it really speaks of the Lord. Of, yeah. of God her, is is going to be there. Somebody who maybe has been a little more distant than she wanted to think of, a cousin, mm-hmm. but he's there for her yeah. to pick her up. And I don't think you need that to understand the dream, mm-hmm. but I know we talk about sometimes names and different things and numbers and stuff that mean things. Sometimes they mean a lot, and sometimes they're not as significant to the mm-hmm. dream. Yeah. True, but it's a good place to end. Yeah, I love it. And let me just uh, close us out with a couple of things here. Uh, Some of you know already, but we always like to try and remind you of things. Uh, I've got a book uh, out there called Dream Stories. That's where the name of our podcast came from. It's where the name of the web page and the the Facebook page came from. And um, I love hearing stories. And about half of that book is people sharing their story of how a dream impacted their life. And it's about 55 stories that just what God did. And there's a little teaching in it and stuff too. But we love people sharing their stories. So let me encourage you with a couple of things if you're listening. If you want to support us, uh, what we're doing, you can always give by going to mydreamstories.com and clicking on the donate button. But you can also go there and click on the button to buy the book. 
that's also another way you can support us. And uh, we would love for you to have that resource if you go out and click it. And then another thing you can do that we would love you interacting with us is, is post a dream on the website for interpretation. But you can also uh, click on the uh, email button, a message button there on the website. Send us your stories about how dreams have impacted your life. If you've had a dream and it was interpreted and it made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear about it. We might even talk about it on Dream Stories podcast. That's exactly You never right. know. That's right. Yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe we'll get uh, uh, hear some good stories we can share in the days ahead. Love that. Well, until yeah. next time. Yeah. See you soon.